This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Time for us to connect with Professor Dion Foster. This program brought to you by SPH Kundalila, experts in surface mining solutions. Easter is coming. We're still dusting off the Christmas tinsel all over the place where it's left little bits of things lying under the couch and behind the cupboard. <laughs> Dion, good morning. We've hardly got ourselves ready after Christmas, and now you're giving us a reminder, Easter is coming. Oh my goodness, Brad. The, the year is, is, is moving ahead at a serious pace, isn't it? And this year, I mean, Easter is, is particularly early in, in the, the calendar. So, uh, yeah, yesterday... Um, Wednesday was Ash Wednesday, which marks the beginning of our period of Lent. Mm. And, and just to remind our listeners, um, Lent is a is a period which has been celebrated by Christians throughout uh, the centuries, almost since the very beginning of the Church. The first hundred or so years um, of, of the Church's existence this started, and it was a very, very important time for for Christians to to begin to reflect what exactly is the significance of of the life, mm. the death, and the resurrection of Jesus? And, um, <clears throat> yeah, just to say, I, I myself, uh, into, into Lent, um, for many years I gave things up, <laughs> like <laughs> chocolates, and long before social media, you know, things mm. like soap operas, and now I choose to take things up, you know, uh, habits such as uh, spending, you know, more time in prayer, more wow. time reading the Scriptures, uh, some acts of service, and uh, and that's a wonderful gift. It's just something to say, you know, Lord, I, I prepare myself to to recognize what you've done and who you are, and and to be able to share that with my my family, my mm. wife, my children, and and friends and colleagues that I come across. Yeah, Dan, can we now, quickly can we quickly before you go, I just want to quickly grab this quickly. Uh, sometimes yes. there's a lot of confusion. One of the reasons is we're quite denominational here in South Africa. And so we attribute these sorts of things to more traditional denominations. And other people say, you know, the more evangelicals will say we don't need to do things. We don't do things like that. It's certainly not a tradition in those kinds of churches. Quickly, if you don't mind us grabbing a second, because we don't like to be divisive in any way. People that say, well, I don't do that. I didn't have an ash cross on my forehead yesterday. Am I supposed to do it? Is it in the Bible? So can you quickly give us some clarity on that? Yeah, so just to say, Brad, um, you know, the, the, the first thing is to say, you know, none of these things are necessary for your salvation. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that's necessary to be saved is to, is to accept the loving offer of, of Christ's death and resurrection for, for your life and, and for you to confess your sins and, and uh, accept Jesus as, as your Lord and Savior. That's all that's necessary for salvation. But um, I, I often liken it, you know, to, to being a, a Boy Scout or a Girl Guide. Um, you know, you can join the Boy Scouts, but, uh, but the quality of your, of your, your, your journey will mm. be measured by all those little patches that you gain along the way, learning to make fire, learning how to stitch up a, a, a broken sleeping bag, yes. how to camp outside. So, so these things were sort of introduced um, in, in the Christian faith. And for many years, you know, if you think about it, evangelicalism is a very, very recent phenomenon. Mm. Um, it's only, you know, it started more or less after uh, the, the sort of evangelical revivals of, of the late 18th and, and early 19th centuries. And for all of the history before that, you know, some of these practices were quite commonplace. Mm. I think the, the challenge is, of course, many people have turned it into a, 
into a sort of legalistic, you know, you have to do this. And, yeah. and I don't think that that's helpful at all. So my sense is, I, you know, I, I, I don't, uh, I don't expect anyone to, you know, to, to make use of these kinds of disciplines if they don't need them, you know, yes. but, but if you want to enter into that uh, sort of, you know, I, I treat it a little bit like when I'm training for a marathon or for a multi-day stage bicycle race, I need to begin preparing months before. And, and you know, often it's, it's knowing that day is coming. And if I yeah. don't want to suffer on the day of my marathon, it means I've got to get up a, a few days at five in the morning and, and, and fit in my training runs mm-hmm. along the way. And for me, that's what this is a little bit like. It's a little bit like saying, okay, when Easter comes, you know, Good Friday and, and the resurrection on Easter Sunday, I want to be well prepared. I want to have taken time to think this through, to to really have lived with Christ in it and, and, and to be blessed on, on that day. Not to have to try and cram everything in just yeah. on that day. We love that. Thanks for clearing that up for us. We love that uh, that metaphor of preparation like for a marathon. I, I hope that our listeners have got that this morning. So uh, you've got lots to chat about this morning. We don't have heaps of time, so uh, sorry for stealing a bit of your time there. Dear. No, that's that's perfect. Yeah, Brad, so one of the interesting things is the, the, the reading for this week's Sunday, first Sunday of Lent, comes to us from John chapter 6, and it's that beautiful saying of Jesus, I am the bread of life, mm-hmm. uh, more or less from verses 35 to 40. And what strikes me about that, and this is why it relates to Lent, is this particular saying comes very shortly after John records the feeding of the 5,000, which mm. is the beginning of John chapter 6, verses 1 uh, onwards. So this is only 30 verses after that. And um, immediately it begins by, you know, the, the, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the people around Jesus questioning, who does this guy think he is, you know, by claiming to offer bread that can bring life? And, and it strikes me just how how short our memories are, you know, particularly yeah. my memory, how, how quickly I forget the faithfulness of God, how, how quickly I can forget, you know, what God has done for me. And uh, I shared with you yesterday uh, via WhatsApp just a, a little story. I, I was recently, uh, you know, saw a mother playing with her toddler, and she was tickling him, and, <laughs> yeah. and after a little while, you know, it was so cute, the little one was laughing, she said, you know, I could just eat you up. <laughs> and and it, it, it just struck me, you know, it's not, I mean, if we if we took a sort of Hansel and Gretel approach, that little girl must be very, very, very afraid. <laughs> of course, that's not what her mom means, you know. Yes. Her mom means, I, I, I find you so amazing, so adorable, I love you so much, but I want to have a kind of closeness with you that sustains me, that that lives within me, that that offers me life, that brings me joy. And and it struck me again, you know, when Jesus says, I am the bread of life, mm. when last did I have that kind of attitude that says, Lord, I could just eat you up. Wow. I could just I could just really love you in that kind of way. So so maybe I'm 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 saying first week of Lent, let this be a challenge to us. How can we how can we rekindle that love and say to the Lord, Lord, I love you so much I could just eat you up. <laughs> Oh, we love the way that you're expressing this this morning. I hope that we are getting on fire here for this idea of there are things that we do that we don't need to do in our lives, but there are things that we need to do that we don't do. So perhaps we need to start doing and focusing on those things during this time because when Easter comes, it's going to suddenly creep up on us and then we're going to be obsessed with Easter eggs and marshmallows and we need to be focused and obsessed with uh, the bread of life and the water of life. And uh, thanks for that uh, reminder this morning, Dion. Always appreciate your time. Thanks for sharing. 
And uh, did you walk around? Did the, do people ask you questions uh, why you have a, a, an ash cross on your head? I mean, is it a conversation starter for you in some instances? <laughs> it is, although, you know, yesterday I was completely on my own for the ah. whole day. Oh. So, uh, so I, I had my morning devotions as a, a sort of, you know, recognition of the beginning of Lent. And, and I sat behind my computer all day. No, it was, there was only a virtual ash cross. How oh. about that? Oh, well, there you go. There you go. Thanks so much, Dion. Appreciate this. If you want to listen to this again, possibly share it with somebody, you'll find it as a podcast up on capepulpa.co.za. Click podcasts, click on the channel, get up and go breakfast. And once you're in our channel, just scroll down until you find Professor Dion Foster and you'll be able to listen to this and previous conversations. And don't forget to share them. Thanks so much, Dion. Have a great day. Bless you. Bye then. Bye-bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.